Hello, and welcome to the My Middle Name is Trevor podcast. Basically, three artist DJs, including myself, Mr. Tony Trevor Nathan, and my two sidekicks, Mr. Nathan Swift Swiftos, and Mr. Adrian Prescott Specs. We're basically chatting about life, music, love, and some other myths and bobs, and maybe you wanted to talk about yourself, but you just didn't quite have a bottle to mention, kind of out loud. Anyway, give it a listen, and we hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Do you know what? I love this. I love this telepathy that me and Nathan have at the moment. It's amazing. <laughs> that's about that's about the fourth time running, isn't it? That, that our that our names have actually they've corresponded to each other without any prior communication. It's quite All right, okay. This recording is this recording is live. Okay, we're going to go for it now because this is just hilarious. Just so everybody knows, uh, this is the, uh, my middle name is Trevor podcast. Myself, Tanya Nant, and uh, Adrian Specs Prescott and Nathan Swift, and we've just literally started recording, and we can like name ourselves on the software we use, and I, I just go on uh and the first thing that happens is, is nathan comes on and because of a message i sent to them both yesterday uh about eastenders uh nathan comes on as phil mitchell um and then we, we start a conversation and in the middle of that uh specs comes on as phil spectral so, uh, <laughs> and he is he's like spectral chocolate it's very much an in-joke but um it's it's proper funny and i'll explain why we got into this um i was watching uh, and i came in walked in the living room yesterday and um I text both the lads after seeing this scene in EastEnders. Uh, and, okay, Saturday, my wife would record it. And I'm like, so you're telling me now, but is it Cat? Yeah, Cat's knocking off um, Phil Mitchell. And for some reason, they'd ask, <laughs> one of the other, char- other characters starts talking about Lady Gardens. And Phil Mitchell gets thrown into the mix. And Cat goes, yeah, he's a bit like Alan Titchmarch in the Lady Garden department. And I just like thought, mate, I've just had something to eat. I do not want to hear about Phil Mitchell getting down into a ladies' garden area. I really didn't want I, to know about I want to know, <laughs> genuinely, how Phil Mitchell does it. Oh, mate, I just, him and Max. Him and Max are just, they're just incredible. No, Max, no, Max, Max has got game. Phil, I, yeah, I don't oh. know how he keeps, how he keeps kind of like, um... Oh. Stepping up to the plate. If you go through it, um, he is. He's had a list of really. I mean, he's he's done all right for himself. Um, I know people might have their own opinion on on Sharon, but as a woman to look at, she's an attractive enough woman. She's just. I think twenty years ago. Yeah. Okay. But there's a mystique about her. Yeah, because she wears her long clothes. Let's not go into sizes and stuff. But, um, but yeah, Phil Mitchell is just. um, But the other point I was just making to Nathan. I don't know if you agree with this, Specs. I am. Um, I don't watch Hollyoaks. I don't. I know some of the young characters. I know like Mercedes because it's Mercedes, isn't it? Um, but I walked in the week. I think in a week, and I just. I said to Suzanne, she's really upset, and I'm like, what's going on? She goes, there's been another murder on Hollyoaks, like it's like real life, <laughs> and um, but I'm like this kid. It was a character. They're trying to get some guy who's um, I don't know, abusing boys or something, and so they use some kid as bait, some teenager, and he's been stabbed. And it's, Suzanne said it was really graphic. And I'm like, what is it with Hollyoaks? And he's really graphic, um, like, you know, half five, half six depictions of murder. They used I, to do the, um, they used to do the late, the late night thing, yeah. Yeah, where it used to be more like, the storylines used to be like more wild. Um, I never got, I never really got into any other soap, if I'm honest with you. Um, I just dabble because um, me and my sister have the normal um, soap uh, rant. From time oh, to time, okay. She curses out how terrible like EastEnders are, and then she goes through all the rest of the soaps to say that they're a one for whatever reason. 
Um, but yeah, other than her giving me a, a right bashing about these terrible soaps, I don't really delve into them much. I, um, I, EastEnders is true to my heart, and it will be for some, some time. I, I remember when um, remember when, when Dirty Den got offed, you know what I mean? And it was all quite mysterious. Well, the first time or the second time? Yeah, the first time, first time, yeah, the first time, yeah. <laughs> and, um, it was all quite mysterious, you know, and he, he, got, he got, he dashed in the river and we never knew what really happened. And it was, it wasn't, it wasn't depicted, you, you know, you, you, you have to work it out yourself. Um, and the thing with Dirty Den, when EastEnders was at a peak and, you know, the situation with his wife, with Ange, Ange, um, we, we knew he was a bad lad, but it was all really kind, kind of ominous. It was really clever the way they did that. Whereas nowadays, if somebody is, you know, um, abusing their wife or whatsoever, it's always kind of tends to be really graphic. And I'm like, it, I kind of get it if it's a late night show, but when you're doing something at like say, you know, eight o'clock, I, I just think, you know, when there's so many youngsters watching it and I said, Hollyoaks, they just, they honestly, it's, and, and um, Emmerdale, people just get, get, it's like every, every two or three years, there's some massive disaster. Do you I mean, find? I, I just don't get it. Do you find it's um, a way of, um, the reason why they do that or, and kind of write them into the story is just due to awareness. Um, and if it is, do you think it has to go to that to that point or it has to show that level of I up? remember when they had the, the, the line with, and I have to say, I know Nathan's going to go, Nathan sat there giving it you saddos, but I remember when they did um, with Mo uh, and she was being oh, abused yeah. by that guy. That was outstanding. That was That wild, was yeah. so, so good. I, and they got that so right. They got on the right, like what something was a seam of an iron, and you just thought, mate, you're not going to do this, are you? And that was pretty graphic. But they 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 got that really kind of tight. And even when um when when Phil got shot, you know they did it kind of. They, they warned you, this guy is going to get shot. It's going to be happening in you know a certain time. No problems in that. With Hollyoaks, it just seems to be you know you, you sat there watching having your beans on toast, and then boom, somebody's getting stabbed. You're like, hang on a sec. Oh, jeez. We're just walking down the road. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just gone. <laughs> and this is this is my issue with that kind of approach to soaps. If there's going to be some tense, tenseness and you know something's building in the air, then you, you'll get your head around it to a certain degree and you can avoid looking at the screen. Um, I didn't see the way... Uh, who's the girl who got killed by her partner recently in EastEnders? He pushed her on a bread knife or something in a dishwasher or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Suzanne told Ch- me. I was Chantelle like, Gray. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, a thing, you know, domestic violence at home or the, you know, the, the presence of. But yeah, again, quite clever, you know, and you knew something was going to happen. But the way I, I was told it happened, I was like, damn, that's that's a bit dark. Do you know what it is? I think, I think what does it for me? It's, it's good that, I, I use this term very loosely, it's good that they, they, they put it, they write it into the script and um, do make you aware. And this is my point beforehand. Like, I think that there needs to be some level of kind of like warning beforehand. Yeah, no, um, they totally, put They yeah. put the hotline, they put their hotline afterwards, fine, but there should be a level of um, um, warning beforehand. And also I feel that if it is something what, what potentially leads up to a major duff duff, especially in the EastEnders world, like nowadays they're yeah, just drawing yeah. the storyline out way too long. Way, way, hey, hey, look, I've, I, and Nathan, again, don't judge me, but I do like watch a bit of Corey, and there's one of the characters, an alcoholic, and him and his missus constantly keep falling out over, over nonsense. And you're thinking, didn't I see this last week when I walked in? You know, it's just it's like, mate, now nah, let it go. Uh, so come on, Nathan, you, there must be some some soap you do watch, Nathan. There's got to be one. Yeah, come Nathan, on. Nathan, you still here, mate? <laughs> I was just listening to you two talking like a couple of women over coffee. <laughs> 
I think. I have to say he was quite absolutely speechless, wasn't he? Yeah, no, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, I've had nothing to input because we don't we don't watch soaps. It's a, we're we're a we're a soap free house. Um, I used to watch Hollyoaks years ago, but that was it was literally years ago. Dip in and out of EastEnders. Normally, if there's something going on that might be worth you watching, you never watch Brookside. Uh, Mum used to watch Brookside. I remember. Oh, okay. I remember levels, it. it. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah that was Brookside sick. was, and that, that was yeah. clear, clear but, I mean, premiership. But obviously, I'm I'm fully aware of Phil Mitchell, and yeah, and I saw the, I saw the clip that um that Cat was saying the other day. I think they had it on Gogglebox. So my question was, what you know, what has Phil Mitchell got? Oh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it, there's not there's not many people left. I mean, I think Wellard probably ended up being a victim of, of <laughs> Phil Mitchell at some point. Um, there, can't, well, like, there can't be many cast members who haven't who haven't fallen fallen prey to his charms. I mean, on the same note, you're saying that like, Hollyoaks, all these things happen. If you lived in Midsummer. Oh mate, yeah. Would you not move out? Because there's murder every week. Yeah, exactly. And that is local to us. (laughs) (laughs) And and even here, you know, remorse. Hang on, mate. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's ridiculous. The amount that goes on in Oxford that we don't know about. Yeah, Uh, behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy, mate. um, The last time we were on, we were kind of like caught short. You know, um, because we did set out bits and bobs, we were chatting about TV and stuff. And then the following day, uh, our great leader announced that, hey, we can go out to play uh, soon on the June the 21st um, with, with a staggered release, of course. Um, so there we were, like, just discussing bits and bobs. And then literally the day after, I'm editing the show thinking, Shall I actually let this go? Because we might have been, I had to like take a few bits out so we didn't like, like fools like, moaning at him. But, um, right, were you ready? When he announced that, were you ready for this specific date, the June the twenty first thing, or did you just sit there thinking, "Is am I, am I dreaming this?" Do you know what? For me, um, I didn't really think about it. To be fair, um, I heard the date, and then straight away, what you do, you see what everybody's um, take on it is um, in social world. So then, when I see the statuses and all the nonsense, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is this is the." Um, this is here comes here comes the cavalry basically with all the nonsense statuses and all that non and all that malarkey, and um, yeah, for me I was kind of like, oh, this is just long. This is just really, really, really long. And also, I still believe that that date's not concrete. I wish he hadn't put a date on it. I wish he just simply said we're aiming for uh, the end of summer because obviously, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm one of them. I ain't I ain't gonna deny it. I'm already looking at festivals. Gonna yep, fifty first dates in the bag. Yeah, carnival might happen. Rah rah rah. But I saw in, all of that as well. Yeah, indeed. And I'm just like at the end of the day, I'm thinking maybe I should have just shut up because we we don't know. We got no idea. Um, as soon as he said that, people were carrying on like the party was starting tomorrow. And I was like, "Wow!" People, do you know seen... how many? Do you know how many event flyers that I saw in Pendant? Oh dear! And, oh, and, and, and lineups being announced. And I was like, yep. "Come off it!" Yeah. Listen, I saw. I'm not even trying to send, but I saw a certain club now freaking revive their Instagram account and tell me now that they're on TikTok. Come Good. out of the dance, man! I don't want to hear that nonsense. My phone. I think it... I know who that is. <laughs> But you set it up, mate. I thought you set it up. If it weren't you, it was the other guy. Mate, wedding, wedding bookings, literally, um, on the Sunday, everything was kind of calm. I'd, I'd had a couple of inquiries for next year. By the Tuesday, well, as you know, Nathan, by the Tuesday, everybody, anybody between May and end of June 
was all over my phone, all over my inbox. And like people like just going straight into September, obviously I couldn't do that because I've already got gigs in September, but I thought might happen before, um, I thought it might be just be lower numbers. And this is before I even mentioned the date. So people getting upset because you can't do their wedding straight away. And it's like, mate, just calm enough. Look, it's not my fault, but the geezers come out and given a specific date. I've got one wedding, which is the weekend after that Monday. And I've rung them, I've made contact with them. And I'm like, are you sure you want to stick to that date in case things change? And they're like, no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna be fine. And I'm like, all right. Because come that weekend, you're gonna be the first time I'm gonna go, no, I spoke to you. I moved your wedding three times. You now want to cancel. Sorry, this time I'm getting paid. Because I've tried to help you three times before. This is the fourth time I tried to help you and now you're leaving it so late. I personally would have preferred they'd have gone, you know what? Um, let's just see how things go and let's let we'll let you know by whenever. But you know feel... it's hard with with wedding with the wedding industry. So sorry, Nathan. Um with the wedding industry, I generally believe it's just like the hardest thing ever. So you have people like um us who will get the bookings and people who are doing um, wedding hair and makeup and stuff where they have to constantly move like three four times or whatever the case may be but you have to think about their actual potential well um um bride and groom because this is now a date that they've got set for whatever exactly, magical reason boss. next thing yep. you know you have to compromise with what's about and then Nine times out of ten, you might have to change your 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 um your wedding venue because it's now booked up or somebody's yep. took the date, and then you have to and you have to second like there's a lot of settling for second best just because, you yeah. know, like it's, it's no it's no it's it's no longer the most like important and magical day of your life now. It's just like another day that we oh just you done. just oh mate that's such a well whoa. Uh, let's let let um no if you say your bit but what you just said don't specs is just oh kill me but it's brilliant brilliant. Well, I, you've you've pretty much echoed what I was thinking. I mean, the problem you've got now is you've you've got a feel for brides and grooms from from 2020 and also 2021, particularly if they've postponed two or three times. Because it's not like us looking at a week and going, "Yeah, we can do that date," or we can't. They've got to somehow orchestrate now, possibly 12 different suppliers. From our point of view. That's something that we need to remember. It's something that hairdressers and photographers and everybody needs to remember this now. The majority of those people haven't worked properly for the last year plus. And there'll now be uh, a mad rush to just take work. But remember that when you're taking that work, there comes a level of responsibility with it. Yep, totally. Um, and I, I've I've seen various DJs who've um, made promises and pledges to people, and I'm thinking, why, why are you doing that? I know yeah. you haven't got the, 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 the tax. Don't to do just that. look at the money. Don't look at them. You know, it's not that. And that this is going to be the hardest thing because people are going to end up in. A, there'll be a level of desperation where they're where they're just like, we need to get this date boxed off. We need to make sure we've got every everything in place. And I hope that that people don't end up getting bent over because they settled for something when actually there was always another route you know there there are other yeah, options no. but but there's going to be a panic that if they don't accept that person now and get them booked in that they're not going to have a photographer I, um, or they're I've not had... going to have a dj 
I, I've, I've seen a few of my weddings that didn't happen um, and they just had the small ceremonies of 30 people and they looked absolutely gorgeous. You know what? And, and I, I'm I'm still in contact with many of those brides via Instagram and stuff and they, they're still happy on an amazing day they had. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm really happy for them. But um, yeah, that, that day he threw out in the air was definitely um, oh an interesting one. And, that, and talking of uh, Boris... Um, I put, a, I put a post up on Facebook this week and Instagram calling out for um, people who were inboxing me on a regular basis um, with their anti-COVID and anti-mask stuff. Not one of those, I, it was, I thought was nine to ten people. It's actually seven people over the last few months who've inboxed me with various nonsense. Um, not one of them actually wanted to come on the show and discuss their theories and thoughts. Um, I will give a shout out to a guy called Tay Gabadon, who was more than happy to come on. He did admit that he'd never approached me before about it um, because of the depth of conversation he wanted. I, I, it was my decision to go, you know what, not today, not on a Sunday. We'll leave it for another time. I might do something with him individually. Thank you, Tay, for getting involved. But all you other six, seven people, you're cowards, so please leave it. You know, if you've got something to say, <laughs> to keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? Two, nobody two, nobody two, wants to hear it. Two things there. Do you know what it is? I have, no, I have to rate this and I have to applaud what T's saying because you see, and we all see it, like whatever social yeah. platform we're on, you get a handful, actually two handfuls of people talking the most and then when you put it to them and say, you, listen, here's dread. a platform, talk their things, but here's with them cold, hard, juicy facts. Everybody yeah. now goes silent. Because my, my plan was to be having, I wasn't going to say anything. Because I, I know I know you and Nathan could have just asked the questions that needed to be asked. I was just going to sit in the background, I swear to God, just going, bring us the facts, bring us the facts. Just keep singing along <laughs> in the background to really wind them up. <laughs> that was going to be, and I'm not against people. If you don't want to take the vaccine, again, I'm not having to go at anybody like that. I swear, I was never going to, I didn't want an argument. I wanted these people to bring their story to yeah. the table for us to hear it. I know plenty of people who don't want to take a vaccine because they just don't want to take a vaccine. Fair dues. And I'm not going to judge anybody on that. Yeah, there's the people who say, oh, I want to get a vaccine. And then you've got the other people looking at looking down their nose at them. Yeah, But yeah, exactly. but they're not they're not explaining as to why yeah. it's bad or it's good to take. You know, it's just based on stuff that they've read, uh, whether it is yep. fiction or not, you know, and just what their, what their personal or their social... What their social experiences in regards of it. And my it's, last, it's, it's down to what a lot of people are saying and what a lot of people are doing. The simple fact is that everybody's entitled to an opinion, which we know. Yeah. But but what what I found, and this is gonna, this is probably a little bit out there, is those that are um, against. Yeah. Uh, they're almost like vegans. Mate, oh, I, I, but I know where you're coming from. It's, it's like, like it's, 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 no, I know exactly everybody, where you're coming wait, from. Wait, everybody, wait, wait, everybody, hold on, hold on, every, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Every, it's and funny and you that's not that. That's not a slur against that. vegans, no, but it means that everybody in the room that. knows. <laughs> Me and Tony literally had this same, same thing from like a couple of days ago, yep. and I was like, you know what? It's, About it's somebody safe, you know. It's safer to say that than yeah. to say to say something else that would probably blow their face. They're either really like like Nathan, you've said it because. But most of the vegans I know, I don't even know they're vegans until it just comes in a conversation. But you get those others who definitely, they wear this kind of a big hat. Yep, they've got a hat on and Preach. a big shiny torch. And it says, I am a vegan and you're eating a bacon sandwich. And I hope to God you get hit by a car. It's, it's that old way I feel about Sheeran fans. How do, you, how, do you, how do you know if someone's vegan? They'll tell you. <laughs> it's one of them. You know, but you know what the best thing is? I think, I think we covered this briefly beforehand. But it's like, okay, you want to you wanna rep this vegan thing. Fine, no problem whatsoever. Yeah. But stop eating bacon. Do you know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, 
or vegan or vegan chicken burgers. Like what? Like don't do that. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Yeah, don't don't do that. Again, I'm not having a go at nobody because I know it's it's a lifestyle. I kind of get the whole thing. To be fair, I rate I rate it, and you there's a level there's a level of understanding, a level of discipline that you have to do to obtain it. The reason the reason I kind of got a lot of time for veganism because I I do question how much food we waste, how much meat we how we farm meat and the impact on you know, around the world. Yeah. so that is something a discussion that needs to be be had you know what i mean oh yeah 100 um, but, no, no, but nathan's right those those self-righteous ones like, like i said like i am about shearing fans you know but those ones who take it even further um yeah they 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 kind of kind of get to me but yeah big shout thank you for tay for at least offering and i am seriously thinking considering something i'm um, getting you on but we can't discuss george soros mate i'm not going down that road okay so <laughs> i just i just feel i just feel if this if this conversation is to be open yeah, you have to bust a, like a, a Joe Rogan, which is like going to be like a free. Oh man, yeah, special. It's special gonna, yeah, it's gonna have to be Joe something Rogan. like that. Legend, mate, Joe Rogan. Um, on the point of COVID, before we move on from it, um, I'm going to ask you a straight question, and I'm not judging you. This is a straight question. I I want you to give me the honest answer. Yes, Nathan. Yes, Specs. Sorry. Yes, Phil Mitchell. Yes, Phil Spectral. Uh, <laughs> 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 Can you tell me? Are you still doing the old? Uh, happy birthday, you know, so, um, hand-washing routine. No. Thank you, Nathan. Specs? No. Exactly. But... You see how we, you no, see no, how no, we, no, no, no. No, but... I, no, I, but I'm, not, again, I'm, I'm not saying... No, no, I know no, we no. all wash our hands, but, but no, not like... Yeah, not, no, not, but, not before. But this, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I remember when this first, like, broke out and it was thrown all this nonsense about. Again, yeah. we mentioned this as well. And I was like... I think when you... I think you said the same thing. And I was like, I do this anyway. Do you know what I mean? So yes. I'm not like, oh, if I'm washing my hands, whatever I'm doing, even before this madness, like I was singing happy birthday just to kind of like gauge how long I'm washing my hands for. I'm washing my hands because they're dirty or I've done something or I've been somewhere where my hands are nasty. Yeah, totally. I just, you know, I, I remember we were all doing it. Yeah, we discussed it but before. That, that was instruction for stupid people. Let's be honest. For those, for those, for those how people to survive who, dummies. Yeah, they need to be told how to wash their hands because it's not something that they practice. Now, in to, all fairness, to a tune of if, happy birthday. Yeah, but if they take that away as a life lesson and have now instilled it as part of their lifestyle, then we're all going to be a lot safer. Because a lot the of the thing is, it'll probably be in the school curriculum next year. Yeah, well, oh. I, do you know what? There's obviously a lot of people I know that missed that page because I watched and walked out the gents' toilets Mate. without going anywhere near. Yeah, that's, that's dirty. That is dirty. That's one of those things that vex. Oh, mate, don't go there because it, it just—it is nasty. Literally, how long does it take just to wash your hands? Wash oh, your hands. No, no, I don't. No, no. I don't care. It's your own bits you've been touching. Just um, wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to um something we discussed last last week, um, last episode. A um, couple of things actually. Um, I am going to take something back, and I am going to. What? Hang gonna, on. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Take a note. No, record I, this. Hot, wait, I, hold on, hold on. Is he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna apologise for something that he just? I, I'm gonna we take don't know. A, He's I'm just gonna, gonna take something back. I'm it doesn't matter what it back. is. It's just happening. There's a there's a program um, on TV on uh, which channel is it? It's uh, Mel Gedroich, um and she's Gedroich. Yeah, Gedroich. and it's called Unforgivable. And she gets uh, three uh, comedians, you know, TV personalities, to basically to admit to like secrets they'd kind of done in the past where they thought it would never come out in the in the you know in the public air, in the open air. So um, I had a massive dig um, at Gemma Collins last time she we were on here, and she was on this show a couple of weeks ago, and she was ab- I get her now. 
I totally get her. She was as fake as she was meant to be. She she sold herself as being fake and then told this amazing story about how she was on the Piers Morgan show because I was asking, wasn't I, why was she on Piers Morgan whatsoever? Um, and there's meant to be the sex tape about her. And she said on the show, she made it up. It was meant to be a joke. But the joke's got so big it's, she's now how to live it now how to carry on living the lie so there she's on this Piers Morgan thing and he goes so you've hit some lows in your life so this sex tape and she's like uh oh <laughs> so she carries on and he goes and your mum and dad are in the audience and she's like yeah because this sex tape and the guy uh and she just blagged the whole thing and I just thought the way she handled that and the way she told the story she went up in my estimations Big time. I'm not a, not a massive fan still, but fair play to her. She is Hold on. So what's the difference of what she's just done to what other people just do in everyday life when they just lie to get themselves out of a situation? Because she admitted to it. And she basically said on this show, you know, basically I've just been on um, Piers Morgan and I've just told the biggest you know, lie <laughs> about a sex do you, do, you know, do you know what it is? We don't know if there is actually a sex tape out there or not. So my whole thing is... Her publicist's probably like, you know what, wrong with this. Actually, no, tell him it's a lie. We don't know what it is. But that's what I mean. I All of a sudden, I thought this girl, the other two people on the show, um, one of them it was Derek Harriott, comedian. And he even turned around to her and he goes, you can, you'll sell anything, won't you? And she goes, yeah, I would. If, if, I can, if I can make it, if I can sell it, if I can make something from it, I'll do it. And I thought, bam, you know, play. You, you know the, is, boy, the boys you were know, right. The boys were right, you know and I was got, wrong. You know she's got that sales element as well, because yes, I know when when um, the Essex thing started, whatever the name of the show was, like they showed her as a, a used car salesperson. Do you know what I mean? So she's been in that whole sales. Um, oh yeah, yeah she, circle her, pro- her product minute. has become her. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. So her selling is yeah. like just a walk in the park. Even though I'm, I said I'm not going to ever think she's amazing, but. I, I was wrong to think that actually she's just like just just useless. She knows exactly what she's doing, um, and that 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 can't be. Yeah, that's that's, that's a commodity they we say, all love to have. They say the same thing about the um the Joey Essex brother as well. Like he's not a, like he's not actually like that stupid in real life. That's like his gimmick. I, obviously, I I don't know, but this is what I've this is what I've been told. So I'm like, yeah. You like to think no, so. no, nobody nobody can be like physically that stupid. What about what's his name for me, Stenders? Um, got Wellard owns Wellard. Robbie, Robbie is he is <laughs> man like Dean Gaffers. He's Dean, Dean Gaff, mate. He, he ain't right, is he? Come on, let's face it. He ain't oh, right. He said it's gone as well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to carry on. We're talking about things we spoke of last episode. You've got to carry. You've got to just admit it. I'm right. Judy Love is smashing it right now. Her and that um um Unchua, Unchua, the other comedian guys made it really big on um, Instagram now. Okay, but, but all right, is, right. Is he the one? Are. Is he the one with incredible eyebrows? Yes, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Munya, <laughs> Munya. That's it. Yeah, they are both absolutely nailing the last like eight months or so. Just, phew, I, I think they're brilliant. Judy Love, I love. I uh, saw a video over this morning. Uh, the kids are getting ready for the school and they're going for their school uniform and nothing nothing fits and she's just dying. And I thought it was brilliant. Uh, a lot of parents are going to recognise that scene uh, this weekend. So yeah, so go on. You're going to have a dig at her. Go on, Inspects. Go on. I'm not going to have a dig at her. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. My whole yeah. thing is this. It's like, why is it only now that Judy loves getting the, the, the recognition that she deserves. Um, like she's 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 not new to the game. To, no, she isn't. No, but this is what I'm saying. But look at Slim. Slim now is True. now eventually now starting to sign some some major contracts. And he, he even he was saying for years, Slim's been on the scene. Slim exactly. is one of the funniest men 
to walk this earth. Yeah, Jeez, no, he's funny. He just, he's funny. He, um, I was so glad we booked him all those years ago. Yeah, he's, mm. he's just, yeah, that's one of my, another one I was kind of proud that's of. The way it work, that's the way it works, though, in the industry, isn't it? Yeah. And, it's the, and here's the thing. If you've got talent and you've got genuine talent. And you hold on. There's a journey that you have yes. to take in order 100%. to reach, and you reach a point at that point. Those that are thrust into the limelight are probably the ones without talent. Now, they know that they've got a short shelf life, so they get milked. for really. They appear really quickly, they're on everything, and then two years later they're disappeared or they're yeah. doing they're doing filling segments for this morning or something like that it's like yeah, yeah, literally yeah. you know andy peters has now built a career on being the guy that does competitions we were talking about him last night because he's now on ant and deck as well as everything yeah. else yeah, he is, he? this this guy's getting paid to stand in a zorb ball oh. and and tell people that we're giving away two hundred thousand pounds now we then checked his personal worth He's worth 3.1 million quid. This guy's not stupid. Yep. He's no, literally Nathan, built a career on when introducing competitions. That, last time you were on and you said that about um, people being in a, in, in a new, new talent not coming through, thankfully people like so in a way Judy Love isn't really new talent but she's kind of new to the screen but you're right when you said about you said something about um, they're basically throwing people literally from one kind of kind of pond life to another. Um Gordon Ramsay's new quiz show thing. Yeah. What is all oh, that about? So I we saw this for the like... first time. Like, I saw this, yeah, I, thought, I saw this for the first time like a couple of days ago. And I don't, I don't know if it's on on the weekend and I saw a rerun. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, I, so I don't know when. I don't know when I saw it, but I, I watched it and I was like, okay, what when does it now about? become a personality? Like, it doesn't. Yeah. And the thing is, he's had to water it down. No attitude, no oh, cursing. Mate, no, no cursing. Yeah. So you know it's hard for him. Like, Nathan, Nathan, kill it. Go on, say the, it. Do you know what? Cornelia and I had this discussion last night because at the moment, it's the same people doing everything on television. Yeah. And yeah. It, so it doesn't matter what it is. Now, that's come off the back of the Gordon, Fred and Gino, which is genius television. I love that. I think that it's, is good. It's good. Oh, that's proper, amazing. Yeah, proper that's funny programme. Yeah. So that works. You take Gordon Ramsay out. Now, Gordon Ramsay can't do at the moment what Gordon Ramsay does. Because right. because of the position we're in, so instead they've gone. Hmm, let's do something else. Oh, we've got this game show. And it's, right, oh. we'll, we'll get you to do that. Um, Stephen Mulhern is on everything oh, because he's, he's it, because he's in the ITV package. Yes, Ant and Deck will will host their staples. Phil and Holly are doing their bits and pieces. And then what you've got now is you've got a new peripheral. Um, um, of which Judy Love's probably fallen into that now, where she's starting to pop up on different things. I saw her on a clip on, and again, it was on Gogglebox this week, where they were doing a thing for um, charity. They were trying to teach normal uh, normal celebrities to be uh, stand-up comics, and she was given um, one of the guys who was on Love Island, and uh, oh and she's co- she's coaching him on how to do stand up, and then he goes out and he does this routine, oh and dear. basically dies on his ass. And she stood because on the he, side he, going, he, he hasn't got her. She's got yeah. that spark. That's and what she, you mean. But yeah. she stood there going, I told him to take this joke out. It wasn't funny. Well, it's not even a joke. I can't believe he's saying this. And it's kind. Of, so through that, she's come to the come into the foray. There are a few of those, but you will notice that you turn on your television and it's the same people all the time. Now the the pro- the, the reason for that is nothing's going on to bring new people in. All these people have been... They're, they're already in, in the vicinity. 
they're on the radar because there's no stand-up comedy events there's no bits and pieces they're really struggling to find new people yeah, to bring into I, stuff I, I, I get that but I just think they've just gone too far with the um with a Gordon thing, and like you said, he there's a certain oh, God, limit yeah. you can do, do with him. And that show, I, I sat there, and I just like what? I haven't is watched girl? it. Don't I, mean, I, I don't. love Danny Dyer on the wall. That's different. But he, he drop it. Yeah, that that is him. You hear him. That <laughs> is Danny lovely. Dyer. I mean, and that that works. But getting some bloke who normally swears in his kitchen to do a quiz show is, is beyond me. Whereas on the other side of that, of this scale. The wonderful, um, your favourite, um, I know you're going to call her a sweet one, uh, Phil Spectral, um, Emma Willis and that pregnancy programme. Now, I love her on that show. I think she's fantastic. Yeah, she's sweet as she well. She's sweet. She looks fantastic. Doesn't need makeup. Looks amazing whatsoever. I've got nothing against her whatsoever. She's brilliant. What I can't stand are these dopey husbands and dads to be. Oh my goodness gracious! I wish they wouldn't come on the show. They are absolute muppets. I I do not. I, I look at these blokes and I'm like, I wouldn't trust you with a goldfish. Do you how know you, how many? Oh do you know? Do you know how many men, just in general, without even being a celebrity father or, or or being a partner of a celebrity or whatever the case is, do you know how many men like either before they become fathers or when their fathers get like get man bashed? Do you know what I'm saying? Like guys get man bashed about like being dads, like. Every, no, but it's, it's not even it's not even bashing. These guys are just clueless. I'm like, no, but you can no, but you can tell these oh, are whatless. But at the same oh, time, dear. you don't. But this is what I'm saying. You don't know how you don't know how the home life is because no, no, as, true. As, no, but as you guys already know, radio and TV is edited and set up to like be perceived a certain way. We don't know the whole the whole of that scene or what they what how they tell you to act. Like if if you with guys, we're pretty we're pretty basic, right? If we know how to act, we can act. If we don't know how to act, you can spot us from a mile away. These oh, guys yeah, are sad. Yeah, so the cameras guys. and lights, thinking, <laughs> oh my God, I've got, I've got to act normal. What is normal? If it was normal, this guy would be sat there in his pants, probably eating something or drinking something. Oh, he's he's got to put his week. preppy clothes and sit there and be like, yo, no love, it's crazy, isn't it? Mate, Bro, I, like, saw, I saw this guy last week. He looked like Cat Weasel. I'm like, what's he like? <laughs> <laughs> And, and he was like, yeah, well, my mum don't like me. I'm like, I don't like you. I'm looking at you now. <laughs> if it weren't for Emma, right? She is so nice to Emma. And that's another thing. She's just such a lovely... Uh, she, she is one of my faves. She is definitely one of my faves. And, and always worth watching her. Um, definitely. Right, I'm going to move on. Move on, move on, move on, move on. What was, what was I looking at? Right, okay. News this week. I... Do you know when these weird things happen, you sit there, like, I'm still getting over these... these, these this weird internet money stuff, like Bitcoin. So, <laughs> the, the new thing, digital art and the non-fungible transfer, the NFT. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Right? Nope. Right. Do you know, Spec um, Nathan? I haven't got a, I haven't got a clue. Right. So, there are people and Popeyes... Music, music, musicians, who are selling their, quote, art. How it works is, let's just say um, I'm a well-known musician or I'm a well-known artist. I am selling you, um, you, you two can buy my art off me. I'm going to sell you a certificate that says that you are the owner of this art, but you can't have it. It is yours. You have this non-fungible transfer that gives you... Yeah, this is yours. But I'm going to sell it to 10 other people as well. So it's kind of theirs, but nobody else is really going to own it. 
it's been happening for musicians as well, but people are selling songs, but you can't download them. You can listen to them, but you can't keep them. Now, some so of these... Is it like, is it like if, um, if you buy a star or you buy a star for somebody for Christmas, but obviously Mate, you never have it? That's you exactly like that. that. That's <laughs> brilliant specs. Mate, but before you like laugh at it, these people, some of them are making millions, boss. And it gets even better. One of these musicians, he was selling his track. He's made X amount of thousands. You can also stream it, though. Okay, so, right. it's so, on so, it's on, so it's on the platforms and you can stream it anyway, but yeah. you can opt in to buy this. Buy the rights. Like, you can have some own, of the rights on it. Okay, you can own the rights of the track, but you can never uh, own this track. Yeah. Word that one out. <laughs> what well, is going on in this world? Do you know what? Do you, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? What? Firstly, people are stupid. And if you can exploit people or things, people are going to do it. And this is the society that we live in. Also, I'm telling you now, this, this COVID, this lockdown, this quarantine, all this stuff here, people are bored. People mate, are bored. And anything mate. that, anything where anyone's had an idea, it can now be reality because everyone's sat looking for stuff to do, looking for, to, looking for things to spend their money on. Like, and it's the most bizarre thing. Nathan, come in here. Come in. I know this is killing you. Go on. So Nathan. I've got a cake, and, and I, this cake can be cut into eight slices. Right. I'm going to sell you Just a give slice me the of this man, cake. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you a slice of this cake. I'm going to sell you a slice of this cake. It's your slice of the cake. But you can't eat it. It's, honestly, you I can just... take a picture of it and you can post it on Instagram, but you can only post it as a complete cake because I'm not going to cut a cake, a cake up. So honestly, seven other people are also going to buy a slice of this cake, yeah. but that cake is going to stay whole and you're never going to get to eat that it, cake. It, I just I, give I, me your I, money. I was, I, was, I was watching this news story and I'm like, am I hearing this right? And I had to look into it and I was still confused by it all. But these people are making up. Oh, oh, there's nothing I can say. It was just it was just beyond me. Also, just to shock him, right, sit down. I beg you sit down. I beg you sit down when somebody sent me this photograph. I was, I was open to violence. The kind of violence that I, oh. we've got about Little Moons, yeah? Just when you thought Little Moons were enough in, in the freezer department. And I did have one of the passion fruit ones recently. Still tasted like chewing a hoop. Um, Marmite. Cornettos. <laughs> Do you know what? I saw these and I saw it on um, social media, as you do. But you know when people put like film trailer posters and all this stuff on social media and it's not true? I just thought it was one of those just like spoof things. So I was like, a Marmite Cornetto? What? Marmite so for you just to say that, like, I'm not even fussed anyway because I wouldn't even look in a Marmite like direction, like nothing at all. Oh, so with that, would, I'm like, it Nathan makes no would. sense. Nathan would. I bet he would. I bet he'd have a Marmite come out. Definitely. He, he looks the sort. Go on. <laughs> I, am a, I am a Marmite yes, hater. See. What? Oh, oh okay. Here he is. So, hang on. And I, I, what I actually want to do is I want to applaud the marketing guys at Marmite because they have oh, 100% fully achieved everything they set out to e do every week I by launching... Tonight a Marmite Cornetto because you have just bought it up on a podcast, <laughs> which means other people are talking about it. 
All they're doing is bra- their brand awareness at the moment is going through the roof because True. people oh. are taking a picture of a Marmite crumpet or a Marmite you um, said this sausage about Gemma roll Collins or as well, a Marmite ice cream. It's exactly that. You are the right. Fact yeah. that yeah. All, all right. it is. No, but here's the thing. You understand this. You understand this, Nathan, yeah? And so do I. So like I said, when I saw the post, do you know what I've done? I kiss up my tea and carried on scrolling. You know I mean? like, it's not it's not a talking it's not a talking it's not a talking topic. No, what we have to do is we have to appreciate their genius because by doing this, by basically marmite you'll be able to, you'll be able to buy a VW Polo Marmite edition soon. You know, that's the way it's gonna go. They're literally they're putting their name to everything they possibly can and all it is is brand awareness. And when you go into the supermarket now and you're looking to see does that dynamite Marmite actually exists. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to try it. If you like Marmite, you're going to try it. Then you're going to go to the freezer department and you'll be buying something else and you'll go, maybe just look and see whether they actually do Marmite Cornettos. And if they do, you're if you are a Marmite liker, the fact that your, your natural um, <laughs> inquisitiveness is going to go, I'm going to buy a box of them because I need to try them. Well, and I just need to find out if it though. works. I, I like be... ice cream. I like Marmite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's see if they work together. Oh, <laughs> just, I just can't even begin to imagine. And talking of foodstuffs, wh- what did you have first? I don't know if it, I don't know. I'm sure, Nathan, you'll be able to answer this. Not so much maybe uh, specs. So uh, what did you eat first? Did you first eat scampi or scampi fries? Ooh. Oh, what God. came into your mouth first in your lifetime? I'm going to assume scampi fries. I, I think, think it was as well. I remember yeah. eating them thinking they tasted fishy, but I'd never had scampi before. Yeah. Well, scampi fries don't really taste like scampi. That's the weird part. <laughs> so I find that they've got a slightly different taste. But yeah, I think it was probably scampi fries. Now, this is where Spec says, I don't eat none of that stuff. And I kiss at my teeth and I scrolled on. Go on. Like, <laughs> my edge was for it to scampi. Yeah. Was where knickknacks oh. done a scampy flavored um, packet. Oh, yes. oh right. good. So here, so here's, so here's, here's, here's legendary. So I come across these like obviously years ago, and my friend was like, "Do you know why I eat these?" I said, "Why?" He said, "Smell the packet," and I was like, "Rah, <laughs> this is disgusting." <laughs> but so that was another dirty said, thing. People I said, "But let," I said, "But let me," I said, "Let me taste it though," and I was like, "Oh, these are sweet." After that, I was like, "Yeah, I was buying up the um the scampy knickknacks same way," but um. Scampi it now. Yeah, it's Legendary. yeah, it's yeah. I think my interest point was quite different. If I was back. Yeah, no, scampi knickknacks. So I think the world. I'll be, be first in line. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be second behind. <laughs> you. And the other, what's, what's the other one? The orangey knickknacks. They're um, the, nice and spicy. They oh, can still get them. They're not man. spicy. No, no so you, can spicy. Get, you can get you can get saucy, which are the the purple ones. Oh, they're not so nice. They stay in your breath all day. Do you know what it is though? I just think it's a terrible crisp though. A knickknack. No, no, no. Went with spicy ones. It's nice. like, it's with, like, with it's, decent beer. It's like a twiglet. Oh. Like they're just what? Oh, twiglets. Oh, mate. Oh, honestly, don't get it. Don't get the twiglet thing at all. Not for me at all. I think a knickknack's better than a what's it because a what's it turns your fingers orange. No, uh, no, no. What's it? What's it is the it is the it is the proof. What's it's the original, fine. When you get cheesy puffs, yeah, they're not so good because the what's it's now are actually oven baked. Yes, I've noticed this, um, and they're not so they're not so powdery. Whereas when you get imitation ones, they are like they, they, and they get yeah, and they make your mouth all clangy. Well, in my opinion, I love a skip because they melt on your tongue. Oh, no, skips skip. cut around. Yeah, you can think of the skips. I don't mean really, any prawn cocktail flavor crisp is not for me. Yeah, okay. but you'll eat scampi. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that. Yeah. yeah. How bizarre. 
<laughs> almost identical flavouring, and yet you don't it, like one of them. But it doesn't Perfect. have to make it doesn't have to make sense, does it, Nathan? No, no, it doesn't. There You're you right. Go. He's right. That's how weird the world is. You know, talking of a world, there are things missing. Tell you what's missing. When's the last time you saw a Ford Mondeo? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I saw I saw one about I think it it, it was this week, and I saw it outside. Um, uh, I saw it outside home base, and what the old shape? Sounds about right. But it was an old yeah, it was an old shape one. The old shape, like, yeah. Blimey, I remember having one of them. But then, it, have you seen a new Ford Mondeo? The new ones are weird. Yeah, but you wouldn't. They don't look like Ford Mondeos. So you've probably seen loads of them because they actually look more like Vauxhall Vectra. Before we start getting a bit excited, when's the last time you see a Sierra? Ah, I saw a Sierra Cosworth, an old one. Ooh, okay. And that was a, that was oh, about. Yeah. Last time I see one was probably about ten years ago, probably. I'm going to go like for a Sierra. few of these. Okay, a few of these. Okay, Rover Twenty Five. Oh. Right, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. I was driving back from um, I can't remember where it was, and I was like, "What dusty car's this? Which one's a twenty-five? The close, the closer I got to it, it's a small shape one, small round, round, uh, rounded off. Uh, yeah, round off. Yeah, yeah. It used to be the yeah, Rover two hundred. Used to be the two hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was like, "What dusty car's this?" But this one looked like it was still like. Factory business, like it, it had rust everywhere, oh, everywhere, mate. and I was like, "How is this even still road legal?" But saying this, my dad has a friend who, like, is a he's part of this like Rover Twenty Fives like committee club, yeah, or something yeah, like that. clubs, yeah. And his Rover is wild, like have you spectacular seen, condition. Have you seen the Rover? It's a two hundred. I think it was the VSI because I had the white version, but there's a the VSI was this green version with like orange details on it and sporty wheels, and it was an absolute beast. It only looked there's an old lady who's got one around uh, Florence Park area, and she just potters around in it. But this thing, if you ever get a chance getting an old VSI, those things were brutal. They weren't turbo engine, but they were absolutely brutal. Put your foot down, go for it. Man's getting hurt. <laughs> about it they were really really kind of kind of mad i think um what happened though was they, they used to have problems with the head gasket but yeah the rover, the rover 25 then became the yeah, kind of like cleaned up version they were just dull and horrible and the rover 45 um yeah yeah, the yeah. Saloon, yeah that's another one and then it's okay so final question on cars do you know anybody under the age of 50 who drives a Vauxhall? <laughs> uh... <laughs> yes. What about Bridges does? <laughs> you, know, you know, you look at somebody and think, oh, Vauxhall, you could have got a Skoda. You really should have just got a Skoda and saved it. Like you said, nah, some no, listen, I don't care what anyone's got to say. Vauxhalls are like, they're like tanks, bro. They can go on and on and on. They're nuts. Mm, they are yeah. nuts. Yeah, okay. There's right. there's a guy there's a guy in Oxford still driving around in what looks like an immaculate Sea Reg Maestro. Oh, what colour? Uh blue. It's like oh, a light okay. it's like a light blue colour. Oh, okay. And it is it, it yeah, they did they did it in this light metallic blue, sort of all between silver and blue. And then it had a grey panel around the bottom of it. It was they did it on all of their cars. But yeah, this Maestro, because it's got no headrests. 
That's the weird part. You look Ooh. at it, and it's it's all windows, because they they were square with the windows, yes, but there's right, no yeah. headrest. So you literally <laughs> sat there, and he does and he does the A40 journey because I've been behind him wow. on a daily basis. He uses his car to commute, and I'm assuming he's going Wheatley Way or somewhere like that because I've Jeez. seen him go both ways. But he also he comes off at the um at the Slade, so. I, I've literally been behind him and then he dis- I'm not going to follow him to his house and find out where he lives you might as well mate you already <laughs> told us the journey yeah, but I know because I've just, it's such a standout car in this world but it's not he's not kept it like it's a you know a showroom model that he shows it's his daily car I just believe he's had it probably since new and he washes it and cleans it every week and he drives it to work every day and it's just no, fair it, play. It is it is a proper step back in time and you see younger people have never seen a maestro so they're looking at it as it goes past going what the hell is that there's things square windows it's like a greenhouse driving past you there's two <laughs> functioning metros and little more i'm telling that for a fact because i've seen them going around um okay um who uses a cotton bud and yes, do you stick me. it straight in your ear do you break do you break no mother history uh, no, mother um mother nature's rules and stick the cotton bud in your ear as you know you yeah. shouldn't yes all the way down yeah Yep. Uh, do you know what? I was doing it recently and the cat brushed past me and I thought, oh my God, oh my if I got any harder, I would have been deaf right now. Why am I doing this? And he kind of realised that you know you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do such, it, but the feeling such, is such, amazing. Oh, the feeling. Oh, mate. I swear, mate. I swear, I swear my, um, my, um, my toes start curling and my um, foot starts um, like, just like thumping away. Nate, go on. T- tell, it, tell us how you feel when you have that, that cotton bud in there. Oh, there's, mate, you, you get like, you, you just know, don't you? You just know when it was a it was it was needed. It was the right thing to do. But hang on, before and, uh, you before you two get excited, what cotton bud are you using? Uh, paper ones, the Johnson and Johnson. Johnsons and Johnsons no, are the only no, ones. No plastic. The only ones. No yeah. plastic. You know, I you know what? I want to run upstairs right now and check, but I know they are Johnson ones still. Don't <laughs> okay, I don't. They want have to be. Don't specials. use plastic ones. They've no. got to be. They've got to be paper. Yeah, it's got to be Johnson Johnsons. Yeah, this is this is. I'm feeling so much better now. I've got a little your hairs in the back of my neck are tingling. It's so good. Right, um, right. We're quickly going to some music stuff, and I've got loads. Absolutely loads, loads and loads. Um, the D'Angelo. Do you want to go last? Do you want to go last then? If yeah, you've got loads, because yeah, yeah. otherwise, right, if we've actually, but if we've actually done something, you're just going to turn around and say that we've copied you. You see that? Right, I know okay. where this comes from. Right. All right. So before we do anything though, D'Angelo one versus was fantastic. I just wish it was got, very fantastic. Thank I just you wish much. they got the sync. The syncing was terrible on his audio. Absolutely yeah, oh, yes. terrible. I did um, think that at the start, but I thought it was just me because I watched it the day after. No, everybody. Everybody. Um, I mate, I stayed up, I stayed up, and stayed up, and woke up after it finished. When you when you didn't text me saying, "Oh, Specs, did you check it out?" I, I was, was like, gone. "Oh, he's not watched it." Aubrey, Aubrey, um, uh, Aubrey messaged me and he's like, "You stayed up?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Quarter past one. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. You know, half one. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. Half four. Oh my god, where am I? Oh my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> God. I just couldn't and I tried to get the Apple stream because I heard the Apple stream was perfect but um yeah it wasn't there so okay um well I'm gonna start with TV stuff I watched first um the end of Handmaid's Tale uh series three reduced me to tears the almost best thing I've ever watched on TV um just outstanding outstanding TV and I was sat there trying not to cry and when i noticed i was wiping tears off my cheek what a powerful powerful ending and i keep saying it guys you seriously need to watch that show uh, it's nothing as we expect it to be um nothing really seems to fit but it's oh man just a great there's not 
there's not a duff character in it in my opinion uh podcast wise Catherine Wyatt Ryan the comedian did a special this week uh, I she's love her she's amazing she, she does her own podcast and she decided to do one called the D special uh, yes the D is for Dick I'll let you work out of course it is but her husband was involved and they were talking about <laughs> circumcision and all stuff honestly give it a listen absolutely brilliant she is amazing well worth it if you want to if you want to have a little um, uh, set of tears crying about stuff but actually in a happy way even though it's not somewhere sorrowful Ian writes everyday people blew me away um there's only two stories so far one of them's really kind of deep about a footballer who was he, he died and stuff i won't tell you how he died um but how it how he died and then what happened after he died you just honestly his mum mate i there are some people in this world who are just they're born a level above us they are born a level above us. And yeah, seriously, Ian Wright, Everyday People, fantastic. Uh, the Skewer, this week, another podcast where he just, this guy, they merge loads of sound bites and turn them into stuff. So uh, there's this incredible take on um, the Queen where she sings this song about um, how she hates taking the vaccine. Honestly, you've got to hear it. 15 minutes long, an absolute mayhem. Sonic, It's a sonic mayhem. That's all I can tell you. Uh, well worth listening to. Right. Music, oh my god! I've been listening to so much drum and bass this week. I just, just, just loads, loads of drum and bass. So I'm not a name more. Just loads of great stuff out there, well worth listening to. But you guys are going to tell me you listened to a few bits. So I'm just going to pull up my Spotify for this week alone. I pulled down 21 tracks that completely blew me away. Even Nick Jonas, yes, Nick Jonas, um, was brilliant. Uh, there's a couple here that I know you guys will listen to one particularly spec I'm expecting for you to have played uh, but the one that really nabbed me was Petrol Fruit Petrol Fumes by Billy No Mates that's all I'm going to say really uh, New Kings of Leon album everything but the Foo Fighters album should have been uh, Mark Ronson last year did um, uh, oh was it Don't Be Lonely uh, so like, the thing with Yeba she's got a new single out uh Again, fantastic called Distance by Yeba. Y-E-B-B-A. Just beautiful. But the one track that really stood out for me, I told you guys about it on the text last week. Sasha Keeble, Exception. Sasha Keeble, Exception is This This wound me up this day. Like This tune is just... Amazing. And just, and you know, um, people will go, Sasha Keeble, who's she? She sang the lead on the Disclosure track, Voices. Now, if you drop that tune in the club, everybody knows who Sasha Keeble is. But this song is a million miles away from there. It's everything that Adele would love to sing right now, I believe. Um, it's everything you loved about the first Amy Winehouse album. It's everything you loved about Ed Sheeran when he was making his original um, EPs before he decided to write Drivel. Um, it's just I just it, it's I agree with you on, um, on the Amy Winehouse kind of like early Amy Winehouse vibe as well like I caught that straight away and I was just like yeah this is absolutely nuts blew my mind away I, 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 there's nothing I can really it's just but yeah that and the Billy No Mates track was again so so powerful that and, and Yeba the Yeba the Yeba things just but yeah three really solid female performances um, for, and there was some great tracks out this i was amazed at how much great stuff came out this week and last week as well um 
But I'm expecting you, um, Specs, to come back with just one tune. The one tune I want you to say. So please tell me that you I won't heard. say it. No, go on, sir. What, it is, no, but it is sick. Very dope. No, no, no. There's something else you, you listened to this week, yeah? That you really liked. Oh, what, the Drake thing? Oh, don't, please. <sighs> what? What are you on about? Bruno Mars, Eric Anderson Pack, Silk. Oh, oh that, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 No, whoa. I knew, no, I knew, no, I knew you was going to be on to me about that. But the wickedest thing is, I knew Nathan was going to listen to it and be like, you know what, this is actually sick. Do you so, know what I'm saying? So I was, so le- I was leaving that for him to be fair. I was actually just, setting him up. Can you both just basically give me the superlatives that you want to release about this? When song you, please? no, no, no. When you, when you, when you said about that song, you tagged us in it. What did I respond and say? You said, my God, Tone, how come your, your taste in music is so amazing and I'm never <laughs> okay. going to be able to match up with okay. your amazing ear? I'm, I must get I'm, some Led Zeppelin. You know, I'm yeah? really pl- I, was, I was nearly really pleased. I was, you've just actually taken that feeling away from me. I was nearly really pleased that you'd actually allowed Specs and I to join in with your five-minute monologue on music TV. And <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> so, it was like, right, let's discuss it, or by discuss it, I mean I you can listen to me. Shall I just talk to you about so, it? So I was looking at it going, that's five minutes now and we haven't been asked to talk. <laughs> no, well, well, tell me, tell me. That's because I was filling in for you, not normally saying. Well, I heard one track. No, but here's week. the thing: you want like, do you know what it is? Right. Here we go. Let me break it down. Let me break it down oh, for you. Dear Lord. You, you yeah. listening right now? Let me break it down for you. So what, what, what he's done? This is just a segment because we're free opposite DJs. Okay, fine, and we enjoy music. Now, what's happened is there's a playlist. There's a my middle name is Trevor playlist. Which I haven't added to for ages. Which, which, which our tunes don't get added to. They do. So now they're on there. So now. They what are happens on is because you only like, choose one. I want you guys. You know, like a, you know, like a teacher who gives you homework or an assignment. I want you guys to go away and listen to something out of the ordinary. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to listen to what I listen to, and if it's fresh, I'm going to bring it to the table. That's what I'm going to do, teacher. So you can mark me down for doing the assignment. Unfortunately, it's not the way that you wanted it done. You can give me a detention. I'm going to show up anyway. Okay, middle class uh, grime trap um, drill. Uh, no, no, so- no, no. But I will say, no, I will say. Please do check out if you haven't. Yeah. Um, Scary Hours 2. Drake dropped two tracks um, yesterday. One with, was it, R- Little Baby. Yeah. And um, Lemon Pepper Freestyle with Rick Ross. Now, I'm going to say there, that one there is That one there with brutal. Rick Ross? That oh, is really my good. words. I'm not even like, I don't even like Rick Ross. That is a great But here's track. the thing. This is that the is thing. a great track. Rick Ross, Rick Ross when he's on vibes like this. Yeah. You can't fault him. You can't no, fault him. Like it, Rick Ross doesn't get the flowers he deserves no, as an great, artist, in my great, opinion. It is a great tune. Is it better than the... Um, no. Well, hang on. Is it better than the tune that um, Nathan's going to pull forward, which is Nathan? Oh, I've got a couple, actually. I mean, Silk Sonic was the first one. Thank you very is, much. You you introduced it, and that is, that is a beautiful piece of music and arrangement. Uh, yeah, different. Remind, reminds me of the um, stylistics and back in the like. like yeah, like it's got it's got yeah. a real early Motowny type feel, yep. but it's like it's proper vocal harmonies and nice. Just it, yep. it, yeah, it's just a great great piece of music. Pain really, really nice. But were you surprised by it though? By I the was. sound? Was you surprised by? It? I, I wasn't. wasn't. I knew exactly no, what he was getting. No, Quite no, no. Together, You knew exactly what he was getting. Yeah, they, and, and it's it, Bruno's tried. He's he's delved into 
bits like that before where he's gone down that sort of line and he's produced tracks that sound like they're 40 or 50 years old. That last, but, that last but in album a new, is. Yeah, but in a new vein. And then he's gone to the other end of the spectrum and he's done stuff that sounds, you know, re- really new and fresh. So that's just part of his versatility, I think, and also part of his character. But this was, that that was a really good collaboration. So, I, I, yeah, Leave the Door Open for me is probably my standout track of the, uh, of the last couple of weeks. Um, a track by a guy called Dean Lewis called Falling Up. Which is oh yes, I've heard that. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit melancholy, but also a little bit uplifting. I, I just liked it. I, I found, I thought it was nice. Get Kings of Leon. Leon. You've already mentioned Kings of Leon. Uh, Stormy yeah. Weather was. Um, well, I, I enjoyed listening yeah, to that. A solid album. Really and, um, solid album. And I know you made a comment about this guy the other day and said you never rated him. You see, I, I always have. Um, James Arthur. New single, unbelievable. Medicine, um, yeah. yeah, great. But he, yeah, you, but put actually, your, you put it up on your Insta, actually. Yeah, you? I've yeah. not listened to it. I, yeah. I, I, I've never been a real fan. I don't think he's rubbish. I just think he was a bit like, yeah, a bit wishy-washy. But go on, Nate. No, he took he took about he took about a year to um to sort of find his own identity. But then yeah. what he did is he did a load of collaborations with people. So he was a voice on songs. But by doing that, what he was actually doing is he was he was performing their music and not actually finding his own music. And then he did um, he did a load of tracks, and it's probably about three years ago now. And he had and number one, didn't he? he had number he, one as well. Yeah, yeah. But he found he, because Impossible was a cover. That so that was his first um, track off the back of the X Factor. Yeah. So that was the Chantel cover, which his version is good. It is really good, but it wasn't his song. Then he started doing guest vocals for different people, and he did them for some dance acts, and and it was kind of he he didn't quite find his place. Great vocals, but it was still somebody else's music. Then he kind of went away and disappeared for a bit, and he then he came back and he'd got this bag of songs that he'd obviously put together and you started to get a feel for who he is as an artist. Yeah. And actually, as a product of um, of a reality TV competition, he's one of those that I believe needed that platform in order to be discovered, but actually his genuine talent justifies his place. And he's now moved away from that. So he's not singing crass cover versions and has disappeared onto the West End stage or anything like that. He's actually now... He is um, an accepted artist in his own right. No, I, and, I, I, I rate the guy. And I he's producing a, good music. I, I, I wasn't into that period when uh, as he left uh, X Factor and you could see that um, it kind of gone to his head. And that's not his fault. It might have just been a way he's being managed. Um, but no, but, but new, the last two or three bits and bobs he's done have actually been, because he's got a vote. He's definitely got a great voice. Um, but this, yeah, that is it medicine. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty pretty good stuff. That I'm, I'm definitely into that. Which um, right, I'm gonna wrap this kind of music thing up because um, we're gonna get to the end of uh, our. Do you want to know TV as well? Are you not oh, go on, yeah, go, go on, TV, yeah. No, no, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm selfish. Don't like that. I'm selfish. Because normally you, you, you just go, oh, I haven't watched anything. I didn't watch anything because I was doing my socks. So go on, what have you been watching? Do, go what, on. Doing what socks? So we no, we we've got into binge oh. watching series now. So um, I watched something on Sky called Zero Zero Zero. Oh yeah, that, mate, that is deep. Now oh it, it, it is. Talk to you about uh, do you this, know what? We oh we I, I really got into it because it's it's a mix of subtitles and English. Yeah, so But good. you don't you don't notice the subtitles after a while. It's yeah. just you just accept the fact that there are people from different because you've also got different 
countries, different languages. Yeah. So rather than mess all that about or have them speak in English with some dodgy accent, they they speak their home tongue, their native tongue, depending where they are. Um, it gripped us, and we it was one of those where it was like, right, can we, can we both sit down? Have we both got time to sit down? Are you doing anything? We need to watch another episode or another couple of episodes of this. And um, the only thing I'd pull it on is I didn't expect the ending, <laughs> which, and I sort of sat there and went, Ugh. Did not see that coming. Yeah, it's a bit like... Am, that's a, am, it's a bit am like the I a little bit disappointed? I don't know if I... I didn't know if I was disappointed or not. I kind mm. of think they've potentially opened it up for another series. Okay. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm sure. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not near the end yet. So, um, yeah, that is, that is, that is pretty heavy. Um, yeah. And what else will be on your on your, on your And, and do you know what, we've, what I've done? So, I need to put my hand in the air and be... I am one of those guys. I'd never watched 24. Okay. Oh, and so series, I think? we've um we've started we've started on twenty four season one and I think we're about twenty twenty yeah about twenty episodes in at the minute so that's pretty much taken over our life now it's every spare moment we've what got. What is it with American shows and these ongoing episodes per series? It's like mate, and sometimes you watch them and they are good, but you, it's like when I watch Breaking Bad, which is five series of around about twelve each or something, and they're all and, like an hour long. Yeah, and you could seriously whip that down to three series um of around 10 you really could if you were really clever about it you know but that episode where they were, had to fly in the um and you're just like mate you made a whole hour of this dread seriously <laughs> and how it's annoying everyone if it was the fly was the fly eating marmite <laughs> probably but in saying that babe i i i personally believe um one of the best tv scenes ever was from breaking bad um the hospital scene when it explodes that's all i'm gonna say but just wow just you could, couldn't make it up but now yeah but zero 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 is, is great it's a drug it's a drug thing and beyond it's very have you guys have you guys got into um snowfall no what's I snowfall? Watched it, no you haven't no tell no. me more um was it it's um based in the 1980s um and it's basically about the um where is it? It's like, I can't remember where. I can't remember where in America. Um, LA, I believe. And um, just a build of uh, cocaine, crack. Ah, oh, I've heard about this. It's, yes. You can you can watch yes. it on iPlayer, but yep. the new series, series four, is just dropped. So there's like about three um, episodes in um, of the new series. Um, but yeah, like, there, there's about what? Eight to ten Okay, not too bad. Episodes of series, and they're like they're like 35, 40 minutes long. Good. Okay, so you, um, you so you that's can back yeah, that's something yeah. that you can binge watch as well, Nave. Yeah. Okay. okay. The misses are actually, actually into that. So, um, I, so can, can we just start? I just need to make sure that I'm on the right podcast because you've actually watched some TV and it wasn't soap operas. No, so, do you know okay. what it is though? It's because <laughs> Nathan was like, "Oh, I've just been watching some series," and I was like, "You know what? This week I've actually done this." There's a lot of stuff that I started watching, and because I don't watch TV, it's, it's not easy for me to go back to. So okay. I find myself bored in the evening. So I was like, "Let me just go on." Um, so I caught up with Snowfall. Um, I caught up with. You know Power? You know they've done a spin-off, the Power Books. Oh, the Power Books. Yeah, I'm not into that. it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, did. I, didn't get I, power. I, I got into it, but like, it was never really a big thing for me, but I got into it. It was a decent watch. Um, I caught up with Ballers. Did you guys ever get into that as well? Uh, I know people with, who watch um, it. I'm not into it. With The Rock. With The Rock. Well, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Rock, yeah. It's meant to be, meant, meant to be yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very decent. Um, and so, yeah, I just finished watching that up as well. So, yeah, right, there's a couple of things. And then we, watched um, Coming to America too as well. Is it good? Because I want to watch that. Right. 
No, 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 don't spoil it for us. If you don't like okay, it, no, don't, don't say anything, don't say anything. We'll watch it, we'll try and watch it this week. Yeah, see if um, you can watch it, yeah. and then we'll we'll, we'll discuss it next. All, right, next um, all I will say is, though, is it was better than I thought. I enjoyed it. Right, cool. All right, that's cool. So no, don't say anything, Nave. I know it's, I know you want to say something about it, but no, please, I want to watch it first. I want to watch Have it. Have you okay. watched it then, Nave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, coming, to, coming to America is one of my all-time favourite films. Yeah, great. Oh, man. I love that. that, love and, that. Um, I, I knew oh. you had a bit of culture in you. No, that. no, honestly. Um, there, there's me and a particular friend of mine that I, that, uh, I lived with when I, I lived in Tenerife, and that was our go-to film. And whenever we meet up, I, I, I went to New York about oh, for one time ever, which was, what, about eight years ago, um, where, not long after Cornelia and I had first got together. We, we did this sort of bit of a dream holiday to New York, and I sat in the hotel room, and coming to America came on. I had to take a picture of it and send it to my friend and say, I'm actually in New York. And coming to America's on the telly, I've got to sit and watch this now. That's <laughs> pretty fanboyish, kind of, but I'm here. It, for it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was proper, but we—it's the same thing, you know. We we just do the quotes. I and, uh, I, I, I love that film, but I also love Trading Places. Trading Places for me is just oh. yeah, but they haven't done a Trading Places too. No, what I'm saying, don't sway it, don't sway it. The point you're making is I love Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy at his peak was just oh man, just yeah, somewhere else. 100 percent, hundred percent. Oh, he was he was a amazing and that's the thing and the, with the with the coming to america that's the two yeah you've when you watch it you've got to watch it with the same head that i watched it with i'm not going to watch it to see an oscar winning movie yes i'm yeah. going to see a load of people getting paid to have fun yeah and, <laughs> and, no, that, I, and that is literally what it is okay well, i'm just gonna win this section um very quickly um just about two artists uh for us to mull over um by the next time we come on Firstly, where is Rihanna? Rihanna, please come back. I need you. I need you really badly. She's really bad. Yeah, she not just everything. Perfect. Be perfect. Where is she? She's locked down like the rest of the flipping world. No, she's she needs to come out now. So just, you know, if Britney can, she, she makes can. her own rules. I mean, <laughs> but more, more specifically, we need to ask ourselves. We were really, we were out of line. We we were discussed the greatest rappers in the world, and we forgot basically the, the greatest. He had the power. Where's Turbo B? Oh, Where- Turbo B. <laughs> I see him top of the policy. I reckon he's possibly he working in. He's working in some motorway services with MC Mikey Freedom. Oh my <laughs> god! Ticket down, ticket down, ticket down, Mikey. Ticket down, ticket down, ticket down, Mikey. Oh, I love M-I-K-double-E. it. M I K double E. Oh, seriously. <laughs> I see him on top of the pop. It was um, it was the, the culture of Snap, which I totally forgot about. Um, it was the like cult the, of Snap. Cult, this cult is of Snap, the yeah. cult of Snap. Oh, yeah. so terrible. He, oh, he's just awful, awful. Right, okay. I'm gonna wrap up. I'm gonna wrap up. Um. So I was kind of talking about this uh, during the week, but I've got a last question for you. It's 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 not it's not my usual last question, okay? It's not so, a killer question that we can't actually no, answer. No, it's not. It's not one you can't answer. So I'm really sorry about this, but I heard this recently and it made me laugh because it was so bad. So I'm gonna have to do it now, okay? So what does MC Neat say to his grandmother when he gets his birthday present from her? No idea. Tanani, Tanani, Tanani. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh my lord. <laughs> Oh, 
The comedy part of this is actually oh. listening to you so pleased with yourself over the Oi, I'm crying, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this all week. And as we this episode of uh, the My Name is Trevor podcast, <laughs> as Tony and Adrian mop themselves dry <laughs> after Tony's killer closing. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We'll be back with you at some point soon. And I think Nathan's nailed it, so I'm, I'm <sighs> going to end it right there. That's that. <laughs> Cheers, and really, thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be back, I'm hoping, the next seven to ten days. We're doing less of these now, but we're kind of still enjoying it. Something new could be in the offing. You'll just have to wait. Thanks a lot.